live in a Puritan police state, we are obliged to inform you that we may sometimes use explicit language. Now that you've been warned, let's get this shit started. Welcome to what I had heard was, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Anna. And today we're trying something new with the, this episode. Uh, I'm calling in on my cell phone because uh, I wasn't able to make it over to the studio. Uh, so if you hear some weird noises or, you know, um, I sound like I'm in a tin can or whatever, uh, now you know why. But uh, we're just kind of making this stuff up as we go along anyway. Um, so, you know, bear with us and, uh, you know, hopefully you enjoy the ride. And enjoy this episode about junk food. Oh, all the reasons why I am not the six-foot-tall, slender, athletic-build person that genetics probably said I should have been. Probably. Thank you so much, breakfast sandwiches and Hostess Twinkies. But let's be honest, breakfast sandwiches probably are worth it. Oh, completely! Completely. Be fast sands. Right. Mm. Tater crowns. Yeah. So oh. th- that's my favorite of fast food meals would be the breakfast sandwiches. Burger King, egg. Ham and cheese. Egg. Oh, croissant. Exactly. Croissant. With tater crowns dipped in ketchup. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm so sad it's after 10 o'clock. Right. Or 11 o'clock. So sad. Because it's not like you can just make one of those at home. You know what I mean? Like, you can scramble up some eggs. You can, you know, cook some sausage, whatever. But... It's just not the same. You don't get the same, like, grease level. You don't get the same processed food level. Slot together by some dude who smiles at you while he's got three teeth. And I'm not saying, like, everywhere. I'm just saying, like, the places we go. Oh, yeah, no, just at the one we go to. No, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got our dudes. We know them. They're cool. We like them. Super friendly. Yeah. And honestly, going to fast food restaurants is such good people watching. I mean, know? that's a good point. That's a large reason we go. That and to gossip like old ladies. Well, you know, gotta stick to your strengths. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no, I just, I love the, just the, the range of people who eat fast food. You know, it's like everybody knows that, you know, it's bad for you. Like all the trans fats and eating that much fried stuff and carbonated beverages and all the breads and cheeses and low-grade meat and whatever like we all understand that that stuff's bad for you but it just feels so good i do believe that there is a lack of nutritional education uh in this country and that a large portion of people honestly do not know that this stuff is bad for them or because nobody ever told them it never occurred to them that it's sort of like well i I can't really compare it to smoking before but you know, without the knowledge of how bad it is. Oh, totally. Well, because the thing is, is the way the way stuff like that works in the U.S. is you can basically, because of capitalism, you can go ahead and put out a product and the government is like, hey, we rely on the manufacturer to inform the public of any sort of hazards or, you know, side effects, whatever, to any of the things that, that they produce, right? So it's up to the manufacturer to do that. Um, and then the FDA will test it and, you know, give their ruling on, you know, whether something's carcinogenic or, you know, it's bad for you, good for you, caloric intake, blah, 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 all that stuff, right? But they mostly rely on the people who are selling the products. 
Now, nobody's going to make a product and then go, hey, everybody, just so you know, this is going to, like, make all your hair fall off and your balls, like, three times the size that they're supposed to be. Thank you for nobody's... joining us on NPR. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are NPR's uh, stepbrother. <laughs> We're the onion um, of NPR. And, uh, but companies aren't going to tell you that kind of thing, right? So, but Americans, we go around going, well, they're not going to, you know, with our naivete of, Oh, well, this corporation, like, they're not going to make something that's bad for you and then sell it and say and, and smack a sticker on it and be like, oh, look, it's for kids. It's okay, right? So we just assume that if it's out there that it's good for us and it must, you know, like, they're not going to sell us something that's going to kill us. Oh, my God. Who would do that? That's just so rude. But it's like, no, people do that shit all the time. I feel like people are waking up and have more knowledge than I think we give them credit for, but... There are a lot of stupid people, and then there are also a lot of people who just were not provided the knowledge, and those are two very different things. Oh, totally. Well, and that's my point. Well, uh, sorry, my point is that, of what you're saying, is that we haven't been given that knowledge. Like, the corporations aren't telling us, hey, this is bad for you. It's like, for the longest time, everybody's like, low-fat, 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 and then... You know, all the nutritionists are like, no, you actually need fat. It's all the sugar. The sugar's what's bad for you. But the thing is, is sugar is in everything that is manufactured, that is any sort of processed food in the United States. Well, I mean, sugar's in pasta sauce. It's in places you never think it would be, and there's quite a bit of sugar. It's it's in bread. It's, like, it's in everything. And it's hidden, and, you know, and then if you, like, oh, well, you got the ingredients list. Well, then it's, like, there's um, honey. Honey is a sugar. And then, you know, um, any of the corn syrups, all that stuff is sugar. And it's in everything, you know? And so it's like, huh, no wonder why we're all diabetic, (laughs) you know? No wonder why we're all fat. We, you know, we just have this excess sugar intake, you know? And it's a hard one to kick. Like, that stuff's addicting. It absolutely is. And I think it speaks to the economic gap, you know, in um, what people eat. Oh, totally. Because of the ingredients that are put in there, they're lower quality ingredients, they're cheaper to get. Therefore, the food that is cheaper to buy is all the stuff that is of lower nutritional value. Exactly. When you have $100 to feed your family of five for the week, month, whatever it may be. Yeah, you're not buying anything organic. Exactly. As opposed to somebody who's financially stable who is going to go buy at least fresh vegetables if not organic vegetables, you know, it's... Totally, yeah. And then there's the whole food disparity about being in food deserts and urban areas, you know, because, like, the only place you can actually go and buy food is the corner store, which is usually, like, a Seven Eleven or some junk like that. And if you've ever tried to grocery shop at, like, a UDF or, you know, or a Sheets, like, it's not going to happen. Right, you're getting Spam, bread... Uh, you might have an ice cream case, and then you got a whole bunch of little Debbies. And then the uh, microwave meals with no microwave, which I've always appreciated. <laughs> right. <laughs> or the hot dogs that have been spinning for the last nine days. Oh, my God. But, yeah, you find a good roller dog. God, they're good. Uh, tell Fuck. you, right? What's your, what's your preferred condiment on a hot dog? Mustard. Just Just mustard? Uh, mustard and relish. I like spicy mustard. I like horseradish mustard, spicy mustard, yellow mustard, 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 uh, all the mustards. <laughs> Colonel mustard Colonel. In, in the library with the candles. Exactly. I once had an affair with Colonel mustard. What about you? <laughs> what do you put on your hot dogs, hamburgers, etc.? 
Uh, well, on hot dogs, I like, well, I like cheese on both hot dogs and hamburgers, but uh, it's usually ketchup or barbecue sauce. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but I've been known, depending on the type of hot dog it is, I've been known to just eat the hot dog plain. What? Just enjoy all of its scrapple, meaty, tube meatiness for what it is. Yeah, I try not to think about it too much. I don't know if you remember <laughs> when we were kids and I like boycotted hamburgers. I didn't understand about the cartilage you find in your hamburgers. Oh, right. The little crunchy parts. Right. And so I got two or three of them and I was so overwhelmed with nausea that I went on a strike, which dad loved because he loved hamburgers. And there I was going, I'm not going to eat that. That's all right. You're allowed to not eat a hamburger. More for him. <laughs> not allowed to eat a hamburger or not eating a hamburger for two weeks or two, two weeks, two years. I, uh, I couldn't eat. Uh, I, well, I couldn't drink Kool-Aid for about 10 years. Because I was over at uh, our cousin Jason's house. We were little kids. And we were eating cereal in the morning. And there was a little packet of Kool-Aid mix that came in the cereal box. And he was like, I'll I'll give you $5 if you just eat this straight Kool-Aid packet. Right? It's like a little one. I was like, yeah, okay. Because I was thinking, oh, it's going to taste just like Fun Dip. Why not? Right? Well, little did I know that, one, it was the lemonade flavor. Right, so it was super tart, and two, it didn't have any sugar in it, because I was just used to having the Kool-Aid that already had the sugar in it. So I took this thing, peeled it open, did it like a shot, and immediately like just spit it out and started vomiting in the sink. Wow, that is a. <laughs> it, it was just foul. It was so bad. And, I bet he uh, appreciated it. Jason probably well, liked he his thought it was hysterical. Off. Yep. <laughs> Sounds very Jason of him. <laughs> But I don't blame him, man. I would have laughed, too. Oh, hell yeah. But, but, yeah, I just was like, oh, this is horrible. And so I spit it out in the sink. And uh, But, yeah, for, like, ten years. And I was like, oh, you want some Kool-Aid? I would just immediately start to, like, get nauseous. Like, no, I'm good. I love... It wasn't until college where I was like, well, I'm broke. <laughs> oh, my God. I love grape Kool-Aid. And I love the um, blue lemonade Kool-Aid. Mm. I would I would be okay drinking watered down versions of that for the rest of my life, but even watered down, that's gonna knock you through. Sure, sure. Switching now between tea and water at least keeps my the calories out of my drinks, which is good because I drink a lot. Mm, mm-hmm. Yes, and thanks to you, I have now learned of the joys of unsweetened iced tea. So quite quite good. Good. Yeah, I'm working on kicking my sugar sugar dragon. It's a it's a rocky roller coaster love affair that we have, love hate, and uh, right now I'm I am back on the sugar dragon. I just uh, finished a, a can of soda. Yeah. Um, on the other side of you know being clean of sugar, you do feel so good though, it, and it, there's not the same desire for me. There wasn't the same desire to eat it or you know to ingest it as I had ever had in my life. Once it was completely out of my system, I felt like I was free from it. And then life happened and I ended up eating, you know, a little bit and then a little bit more and then a little bit more. And then mm-hmm. here we are today. <laughs> oh, I know. No, it's true. It's so true. Yeah, it's it's addicting. Oh, my gosh. Talking about addicting. Can we talk about cheese for a second? Now and this is right? my food weakness. We're going to get the little food porn here, folks. Mm-mm-mm. Um, Audio food porn. 
brought to you. What would that be? Is it just like sounds of chewing? <laughs> oh, that would be, oh. It'd be your nightmare. That would be my nightmare. <laughs> Being tortured with sounds of chewing, like night and day. Yeah, whatever I can put cheese on. There's a there's a game somebody introduced me to. They're like, try to find a food that would not pair well with cheese. Uh, yeah. Well, I can tell you, actually, I have an answer for this. Because my uh-huh. dearest son sent me a picture of his Easter dinner, which was two Pop-Tarts, each covered by a slice of cheese, melted. It was disgusting. Well, that's American cheese, but if you use cream cheese... On Pop-Tarts? Yeah, if like you had a strawberry Pop-Tart, there's a little bit of like cream, the creme filling. Mm. Yeah. I, I have some blueberry Pop-Tarts. Oh, see? That with some cream cheese would be goddamn amazing. And I have some cream cheese. What? Yeah. Yeah, I think you need to try this. Yeah, yeah, coming from you when I said I can either do Zumba or eat tacos, and you told me you better choose tacos. Choose wisely, <laughs> choose tacos. You know what, all I know is tacos were there for me far before Zumba was, so I'm not going to just give up on that friendship. You're not... <laughs> I... <sighs> shit. That's... What are you laughing about? So why do you eat junk food, fast food, all of this stuff that you know is bad for you personally? Why do you continue to eat it? Well, now mostly it's just out of habit, you know, because like growing up, uh, you know, like this is, that's just what I ate. You know, it's like eat the canned raviolis and the box stuff, fast food and restaurant food and stuff all the time. So that's just what I knew growing up, right? And then, so just out of habit, really. And, you know, now I try to try to make more sensible choices and, you know, eat more vegetables and all that wonderful stuff. And it's good. It's delicious. It's all good food. But there's a convenience factor to it. Cooking takes so much longer, takes effort. I'm also, I'm getting better, but I'm not that good at it. Cleaning afterward. Yeah, yeah, cleaning up afterward. And, you know, honestly, it's just, sometimes you just get a taste for something greasy, you know, need a little salt. Yeah, I can agree with you about habit. You know, you're hungry. You just, hey, I can go through the drive-thru. I can have food in my hand, in my face, in less than five minutes. You know, it's like a no-brainer, and you do, but it's it's habit, and then it's comfort. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're um, our, our world, I don't want to say our country, but our entire world is, not our entire world, a large portion of our world is used to immediate gratification, and when they don't get that, they're immediately dissatisfied. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's it. Like, a, a, you just have to retrain the whole way you live, the way you look at stuff, the way you expect things to happen. You know, because for me, it's like for the longest time, it's like I was at work so much, I was working all the time, work, 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 work. That eating became kind of a. It was the one time that I could like sit down and take a break, and so I didn't want my meals be more work that makes sense you know so i just like nope i just want to eat eat as fast as i can so i can stop being hungry and then just sit for a little bit you know right Um, you want to relax you don't want to come home make food and then eat then have to still clean up after that yeah exactly and the you know and the the price i was paying was one monetarily because you know eating eating at restaurants all the time is so much more expensive than, you know, at home. So my pocketbook was paying for it, but also my waistline because there's just so many extra calories involved in food that you get from restaurants. So, and the portions are so much bigger too. That you you get in, that you get in a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I have. I'm still trying to figure out. I'm not very good at this yet, but I've been trying to figure out how to cook in in appropriate portions for two people and not for a family. Mm -hmm. Because everything I make is in large batches. I had to feed a lot of people. So right, not... yeah, you're used to cooking for your kids and exactly, yeah. So you know, when I make chili, there's three meals worth of chili there. So. And I tried to knock down the recipe and it just never turned out right. So I finally, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and make my chili exactly how I make it and I'll freeze it. And that's yeah, what I did. That's great. Adapt. Yeah. With, uh, yeah. With just, you know, me and my husband, fortunately he's a garbage disposal. So <laughs> he eats, you know, twice as much <laughs> as, as I do. And then he's perfectly content with eating the same thing for the next couple of days for like lunches or something. So Leftovers don't sit around our house for very long. Usually I end up feeding leftovers to the dog. <laughs> I hate to put That's him in the trash, so I was like, well, here you go, fella. <laughs> What's his favorite junk food out of all the, all the leftovers and stuff you feed him? Well, he loves the meat flaps. Like, and I'm going to tell you this. <laughs> wait, wait, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, what's a meat flap? So... A meat flap, if you go to McDonald's and you order their big breakfast with hotcakes, it comes okay. with a slice of sausage, which I assume is the same sausage they put on their sandwiches. Uh-huh. So, I'm never going to eat this stuff. So, I threw, it, I threw it to the dog, and Joel says, I don't know where it came from. He started calling them meat flaps, and it, <laughs> it stuck. So... If you tell him, like, you want a meat flap, he gets really excited. He knows exactly what it is. But now it's gotten to the point where you don't have to tell him because he recognizes the bag. Like, he'll come in. If he knows both of us are here and one of us left and there's a bag coming in the house, he's ready. <laughs> I've that, him. Sounds, that sounds like an insult. <laughs> Thinking meat flap? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's definitely his favorite. He loves it. So, yeah, before you decide to email me hate mail, just go fuck yourself. <laughs> feed my dog whatever the fuck I want to feed him. And if you really want to have a problem with it, I'm not giving you our email right now. You'll just have to listen to the rest of this episode to get it. Huh. You can fast forward through a podcast though, right? What the fuck? Shut up. Oh, sorry. sorry. Jesus. All right. <laughs> so you're you're more of a salty person though, right? Yeah, salty, but... You know, they always say, All right, do you like sweet or salty? Well, I'm going to choose salty between sweet and salty. But more, my my weakness is fried foods. Like, mm-hmm. I, I could walk away from chips. I could walk away from all desserts and probably not look back. But fried foods. So hands down, the one fried food, if you could only eat it, this one, this one for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, shit. For me, it's french fries. Um, tater tots. I, oh. How about fried potatoes? <laughs> I'm totally down with that. It's very inclusive then of I you. Because then I, then I could put tater tots in there. No, I feel like that's an in- inclusive, progressive answer, and yeah. uh, I agree with it. In totality, <laughs> fried potatoes. You're stranded on a desert island, and you can have one dessert. What is it? Chocolate chip cookies, hands down. Uh, they are the best. Do you like them when they're hard? I like them when they're hard. I like them when they're soft. I like them when they're cooked. I like them when they're uncooked. I like them here or there. I like them everywhere. I like chocolate chip cookies. 
And I am. I am really bad at rhyming. God, I was hoping you were going to finish strong on that one. Nope, nope. I just tried to cut my losses. But you know, you know, I really I, like chocolate chip cookies. I do appreciate your effort. I want, I want to note that. <laughs> so you were telling me uh, about caffeine. You had some information that I was unaware of. You had heard some stuff. And I would about like caffeine? To, yes, I would like to hear it as well. Teach us. Oh, why uh, that it that it alters your DNA? Keep going. Is this the is this the information that you you desire? I don't know. Is that the information you told me last time? What I had heard was that you had heard about caffeine. Well, I I feel like we probably should have talked about that when we were talking about soda. Well, you know what? Better late than never. Move on. If you were on a desert island with only one dessert, what would it be? Baklava. First, really? I was, yeah. First, I was gonna say uh, one that doesn't have to be refrigerated because that would be so hilarious. But then I realized that joke was gonna fail. <laughs> so you said it anyway. <laughs> well, I followed up with the like, "This is a bad joke." Preface like, "I'm gonna tell you a joke that's gonna flop," but I know it's not good. That was what I was trying to get across. Really, I recognize my failure. So what about uh, what about baklava? It's fucking good. No. Well, I mean, it doesn't no, matter agree, if you agree, agree with me, because I'm still going to eat it. Oh, no, I think it's delicious. See, now I'm getting hungry. So, honestly, how many baklava, how many squares of baklava do you think that you could eat in one sitting? In one sitting? Do I have a time limit? No. Okay. Like, we'll say, like, you know, like, a meal. So, I, let's say within, what, hour and a half? Okay, two so hours? within two hours, I could eat ten pieces of baklava. That's it? Well, I mean, I want to be reasonable. <laughs> Competitive eater, you are not. No, I definitely am not. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so there's this restaurant that's down the street from me. It's called Bard's Burgers. It's in Latonia, Kentucky. And if you're ever in the area, you need to go. Bard's Burgers. So great. And they have they have um, all kinds of wonderful fried foods. Uh, they got the fried cheese curds. They have fried Twinkies. Fried they have, cheese curds. Um, Oh, I know. It's the best, right? Oh, but I oh. About those. <laughs> but they have like this food challenge. It's called the Bardzilla. It is 11 patties of hamburger with extra cheese, all the accoutrement toppings, you know, lettuce, tomato, onion, all that stuff on top of these big old buns, a pound of fries, and a 16 ounce milkshake. And if you can eat all of that within a sitting, then you get your picture up on the wall and a free t-shirt and stuff. You also <laughs> probably get some sort of, like, coronary heart infection. But there's people who've done it. Like, there, there's at least, like, seven or eight people up on their wall of fame. It's it's amazing. I don't even I think I could. It. Yeah, I don't think. Well, I'm not shocked by that. I don't think I could eat a pound of fries. I don't know. It depends how good the fries are. If the fries are really good. I mean, they're pretty freaking good. But, yeah. yeah, like, a pound of fries sounds like so many fries. I wonder if it really is. Potatoes yeah. are pretty heavy. What if what if you and I go there and then we just order a pound of fries and then see if we can do that? Yeah, we should do that. What did we eat there that was dessert? Didn't we eat something? Uh, oh, they got so many things. They got fried Oreos, they have fried Twinkies, and then they have donut pudding. That's what it was. And so instead of like bread pudding, they use donuts because they also have a burger that you can use donuts as the bun and they don't get just any donuts they get the moonrise donuts which is like this mom and pop 
donut shop that's like right down the street and their donuts are freaking amazing yeah they do have really good donuts mm-hmm. let's be really honest here the only issue i take with moonrise is they don't have jelly donuts well i found that they do you they just don't have them didn't. all the time well oh, because i'd okay. never had them before okay so they right. don't have them all the time and that's one of the that's one of the great things about this place is that they have they have certain certain staple donuts but then their flavors change all the time. And so depending on the day. So you have to go to their, their Facebook page and then see what they have for the for that night. Um, but they do. They do have filled donuts. Um, but it's just not all the time. So, And and they're so cool that if you, you know, if you message them and whatever and talk to them ahead of time, then you can place special orders. So, We actually have a new place here. There's two locations. I believe it's called Marcella's. And we went and they were closing. And the woman who was walking out. She said, oh, are you going in? And we said, oh, yes, yeah. so oh, they're closed. And she handed us donuts. And she goes, well, here, take these. This is what's left. Just for free, gave us the donuts. They were so good. I mean, you can't you can't go wrong with, like, fried sweet dough. Like, it's just, it hits all of the wonderful things, you know, all those, like, receptors in your, it just hits all of those great receptors in your brain that's just like, I need more of this. All the happy endorphins are released and all that goodness. I really like donuts, but um, I it has to be the right donut. Um, most of the time I'm disappointed by donuts. Mm. There used to be a donut shop when I lived in the small town. And they had like this cream cheese base and a croissant. I don't know what it was, but it was like crack. And I was addicted. And then they went under and I was devastated. And that was probably seven or eight years ago and i'm still traumatized because here i am talking mm. about it <laughs> well because it was the cheese in it yeah i think Apparently, it was like a cream cheese or something well what i had heard to was tell. that was that that cheese hits the same addicting receptors and the same like makes you feel good receptors in your brain that heroin does that's a bold claim it is a bold claim i mean i love me some cheese as you know mm-hmm I, th- I would buy a wheel of cheese. Would you buy a wheel of cheese? Depends on the cheese, but yes. Yes, I would. Cheese is really expensive. A good but cheese. Let's be clear. Good much like, cheese. Much like heroin. <laughs> I don't know the cost of heroin. I could Google I it, either. but I don't really want that added to my <laughs> my search. Although no, probably... definitely not. No, no. I'm, I'm already on a watch list somewhere with all the ridiculous things I search on my Googles. Oh, I yeah. Wanna... But yeah, no, I'd much rather mainline cheese. Hell yeah. Straight to the face. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so I think it's pretty certain that we have determined we are not going to be the next uh, Joey Chestnut or uh, Kobayashi professional eaters. Definitely not. I mean, we still do our fair share. I just, you know, why why turn a hobby and a joy into something that's now work? I don't... Right. Why would you do that to yourself? And we're really good at eating, so I don't think that... We should. I mean, I enjoy, I enjoy the heck out of it, so. Yeah, why why change the relationship that we have? It's good where we're at. Let's stay in the friend zone, bro. Come on. <laughs> I like you. You like me. Everything's going great. Why do you have to try to change it? We would like to thank our sponsor, Reset, an encore for your production. Do you create things to educate, entertain, frighten, or enlighten an audience? Have you invested time, money, and soul into your work and not want to see it go right into the trash? 
then Reset is the website for you. Create a listing for your new or used entertainment item on www.resetyourset.com so your work can get the encore it deserves. Visit the site for listings, dock sales, and a customized treasure map of the secondhand and resale stores across the country. That's www.resetyourset.com or you can follow Reset on Facebook or Instagram with hashtag ResetYourSet.